0: All right, here we go.
1: Welcome to the WordWords Filmcast with Mitch Abba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever. Yeah. All right. Hammer. What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk. That's really not the case here. This is a great script.
2: Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, Toys.
1: Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. <laughs> it's so weird doing this when I can't look at you guys. I miss your it's face. The da- I miss your face too, but there's something really uh, comforting about uh, hearing you guys and talking to you. I feel like I'm, I'm suddenly not alone. I'm coming to you straight from Hollywood itself. Uh, I'm out on the West Coast, so we're we're doing our, our only, this is, I think once before we did a Skype version of this podcast, but uh, this is the second one we're doing. Uh, how's it over there in, in warm Michigan? <laughs> warm.
3: Uh, it's kind of cool today, but the past few days have been
1: very nice.
0: Well, we had a thunderstorm
3: yesterday, and this morning it snowed, so...
1: Wow, that's that is nuts. Well, it's been it's been literally 50 degrees every day since I've been here, and I've been here for a week. Uh, that's right. I'm I'm uh, out in L.A. right now, uh, just kind of perusing the uh, the job market out here. But that doesn't stop us from getting our Woodward's film casts in, and we're doing a, this is a special episode, guys. This is our this is our awards episode. Oh,
3: the second
1: annual awards. The the third an, right Colin, the third annual awards, the second annual Woodwards Filmcast Awards.
0: Yes, yeah, sponsored by Exactly Woodwards Detroit.
1: Brought to you by Woodwards Detroit. Uh, this is the Woodwards Filmcast, your Detroit podcast for film, TV, news, and discussion. My name is Cale. I'm here as I am every week. I can't point to you guys now <laughs> with my fr- with my friends. Mitch. And Colin. Me, Mitch, and Colin, we get together every week. We talk about a movie in great lengths. We also – that we see, and we also talk. Sorry, it's really early in the morning here. Okay, I'm I'm a little tired. We also <laughs> we also see uh, we also do a we also talk about news and headlines and all that stuff, and we do some Netflix recommendations at the end of the show. But this week, as we said just moments ago, we're doing our own awards so- show on the eve of the Oscars. To prove to you how much better our uh, choices are than the academy, um, we'll get to the we'll get to the words first. I want to just because it's been a while. What have you guys seen lately, uh, and what are your thoughts going up uh, as we approach the Oscars? Quickly, what did you get? What have you guys seen that we haven't talked about?
3: Um, so I saw two movies from twenty seventeen. Uh, I saw John Wick Chapter Two, which Sick. was. A ton of fun. I don't know if either of you have seen it yet, um, but it was a I blast. It's a blast. Uh, really good action. It's better than the first one, I'd say. And it's funny as hell, too. Like, really funny hu- um, action humor. And just, like, tongue-in-cheek moments. And I also saw Lego Batman. How was so that? did I. You know, um, <clears throat> there were some really good parts in it, um, but there was a lot of really slow parts that kind of kept me out of it for a a good, you know, half the movie. Uh, But the the funny stuff and the action stuff was, and just the meta humor, which, you know, some people like, some people don't, but I really liked it and uh, loved it. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, I think like any good Batman movie, it could have ended four different times. Uh, So I see that, that slow standpoint. But I, I thought it was so funny and really genuine about, like, the character of Bruce Wayne and Batman and like how he deals with loneliness. I thought that was actually surprisingly deep for a Lego movie um, about Batman, I should say. The first Lego movie was also pretty deep. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing I've seen. I've been watching a lot of the OC okay. again because um, <laughs> I'm, I'm out here. Okay, we're done, Colin, Colin, what have you seen? Um.
0: In theaters, I think the only thing I've seen recently was um, I'm Not Your Negro. Oh, okay. I think that's the only one. And I haven't seen any 2017 releases. I've been catching up on um, Blu-rays and DVDs. Um, I watched Kubo, finally, which I nice. fucking loved. Um, any other? I don't know.
3: Didn't... Uh, say, what, did how sorry how how how, how, how 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 was the
1: uh how was the james baldwin documentary is that did it did it pole vault your uh favorite to win for the academy award tomorrow
0: um no it it, it didn't um it was a lot different than that, what i actually thought it would be it's a lot more like um cerebral maybe a word for it but it's definitely a meditation on on race obviously um Mm-hmm. but the thing that struck me the most and I don't know this may sound like really ignorant of me and like very like oh congratulations uh, white person you're just now realizing this yeah. but like watching it and they have clips of you know thing, um, events that were happening and you know the, the 60s this was actually like one of the first times that like I watched something like that and realized to myself oh shit that was 50 years ago yeah, it's not long ago. That,
1: right, like, least, right.
0: That was, like... And I, I mean, I knew that, but, like, I don't know. Something about this movie really... And I don't know if it's the times that we're living in right now really, really put that in perspective with me. Be like, oh, I'm watching these archival footage of, like, people, like, spitting and, like, pushing this one girl from walking into... The classroom. I'm like that person's
3: probably still alive. Yeah, probably. And mm-hmm. those people who pushed mm-hmm. her and stuff are probably still alive. Yeah, yeah that, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's did, now. Didn't um? Didn't Samuel Jackson? He narrated that film. He did. Didn't he? he did a fantastic. What the fuck that he have to do
1: with anything? What the fuck that he have
2: to
1: do with anything? <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> We have the ability to put in uh, audio drops now, and Mitch is getting a kick out of it. That was good. I liked it. That's an organic drop.
3: I accidentally pressed it twice. It would have been funnier <laughs> if it was once, but hey, whatever. But well,
1: we'll get there. They call mid-season form for a reason. What? Um,
2: Say what again. What? Say what again. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what
1: <laughs> again. Um, so, Colin, not it's not your it's not your favorite to win for tomorrow for d- d- uh, best documentary.
0: I know. I don't. I don't think it will. I mean, I still think it's a a great you know documentary that everyone needs <clears throat> to see. But it I it's definitely not as accessible as a viewing as something like Thirteenth or right. OJ would be. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's a lot more like like an eight-hour film is accessible to <laughs> well, you. I. I, I <laughs> Some people, I mean, this movie was totally different than what I thought it would be. I thought it would be more linear and more like here and th- but like it wasn't. It was very like oh here's a thought, here's a thought. Let's explore that thought and like five minutes later, it's a totally different thought, totally different. Um, <laughs> he dropped his phone, to dropping everything here. Um. I don't know it was, it was it's very different but i mean extremely moving and powerful and
3: well, it's just the the like uh writings and like video and audio uh recordings of him talking right like there's isn't there a major like segment where he's just on the dick cavett show like mm-hmm. talking to dick cavett about which it blows my mind that back in the 60s and 70s you could get on a show like Dick Cavett, which is you know a late night talk show, and just talk about a serious like topic like yeah. race for an hour, and they're just and civilized, you know, like just discussing right. it while smoking a cigarette and drinking alcohol. And for some reason, we don't have that anymore, which is you know a big a shame. I wish I wish there was somebody out there who would bring that format back, but you can't smoke so. <laughs> I'm sure you can we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it, yeah. By by like an hour we're like fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, it's like, turns into a joke.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, the problem with race and the Oscars is no, I don't even want to, I don't even want to finish that sentence. Um <laughs> You haven't even drank anything, you would still get a job yeah, with that. Right. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of feel out of the loop here. You guys are over there. Are you drinking mimosas? What's going on?
3: Yeah, we are. Do you hear us putting down glasses? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, yes. About, I'm about to be on my third. Uh, well, that I means we,
1: we should get this party started. Party. We should. Um, <laughs>
0: Let me pour myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, pour, pour yourself, Colin. I think. Um, get a hold of yourself. Okay, before we before we go into the wards, well, you know, maybe we'll do a little Oscar talk after. Just, just really, we'll do a little quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, see if anything
0: we... from the wards may be a precursor,
1: right? To the right, um, Colin, I think we should just hand it over to you. Uh, this is really your baby. Uh, the wards, the only one I'll ever have. My baby, the only one you ever have. Um, um these are these are uh, well, you you, you, you tell the world about it.
0: All right, so um, third annual wards, and this year super happy to announce that we had more voters and more ballots in than ever before with over 20 people actually voting
3: mm. and, uh,
0: i we do this on a uh, like half preferential ballot where i ask people to list their top three favorite in the category and if you get a first place vote you get two points if you get a second place vote, vote you get one point and if you get a third place vote you get half a point. And at the end, I add them all up, and we have winners.
1: We have winners. And we're here to announce them today. This is it. This is it. Pop the all champagne. Of last year, all of last year has come to this moment.
0: It is the most important of the award shows, I think.
1: There is no question in my mind. All right. Um so we're going to go through them one by one. Again, I, uh, just between us here. I can I can read the nominations, but I obviously I won't be able to read cuz you actually have these things in uh envelopes, are right? In
0: envelopes this year. If you remember last year they were in um lunch bags, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I put them in actual envelopes.
1: We're stepping it up, man. One next year, who knows. We might even we'll, we'll we're going to do this in front of people. Or we'll have everyone we might even have the actors uh there next year.
0: <clears throat> well,
3: we're about to, you know, we're about to fly through this. We're we're about to hit new heights of of fame. Just by this.
1: Hey, we're we're one step there. I'm close, man. I I, I can I almost can touch these celebrities out here in L.A. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's illegal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not in Trump's America. Sweet. <laughs> 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 All right, should we get go Should we do this?
0: Yes, and I <laughs> yeah. should say before we do this. So we'll obviously announce the winner. But what I like about our mm-hmm. award show is we tell you who got second and who got third and the point differential. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: you don't like get they, you don't get that with the Oscars. Yes, but it is how they vote though. But they just don't tell us the the second place winner up. Yes. Ups. yes. And right, so you have that coast? kind of
1: access here on the wards. I mean, I mean, you have you you get to find out these things.
0: Unprecedented
3: access.
1: Yes, we
3: unprecedented.
1: We are not. <laughs> we are not excluding any news groups from this uh, podcast. Anyone, no person, everyone can find out who is first, second, and third in every category. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you know, more press the better at this more event. More press the better. <laughs> any press, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So,
1: shall we start? Uh, let's do it. Let the 2017 wards are officially underway.
3: All right. All right. Our first... Well, go ahead, Colin. Our
0: first uh, category uh, this evening is for Best Supporting Actress. And here's mm-hmm. Mitch. Okay. My God, I have absolutely. the envelope this in is, my I'm
3: hands. It is... So scary. It is white. I look through the light, and I see one ballot in there. It has the name. What are the... Nominee, nominees, the nominees for Best Supporting Actress in the third annual awards, second annual recorded awards, Woodward's <laughs> Awards, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Viola Davis, Fences, Nicole Kidman, Lion, Janelle Monae, Hidden Figures, Greta Gerwig, 20th Century Women, and Rachel Witsey, as he is spelled out, <laughs> the, the Lobster. <laughs> Rachel Weiss. <clears throat> Um So now, Colin, I am I'm a, uh, a, little, a little curious because you created these categories, basically. I did, yes. Um,
1: why? And, and yeah, you choose the nominations. You, it's like a dictatorship. It is. Yes,
3: it, it, it's. We're, we're getting used to the next four years. Yeah, come on. Uh, so, Colin, why would you include Viola Davis as a Best Supporting Actress for Fences when? All around Hollywood and the world, may dare I say, the conversation is, how could she not be nominated for Best Actress?
0: Uh, because uh,
3: she's in, <laughs> she's arguably the one of the main characters, if not the main character. I
0: I I, I do think. So. I I mean, I did wrestle with the fact of putting her in either category. Um, but then I, for personal reasons, I kind of wanted her to win. So I threw her in the category where I think she could have won easily.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I think, actually think this makes sense, honestly. I don't know. I, think that's I feel like the, she is a supporting done. actress.
0: I mean, Denzel has the most lines. He's the lead actor. In he's that the
1: movie. he's clearly the main character yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm.
0: But we're not here t- to discuss my views. We want to hear the people, the opinions of the people. Right.
1: We okay. do. I do want to say I'm glad Rachel Weiss got a nomination. For, that's kind of cool. Yes. That, I mean, it's fun.
0: <laughs> Good choice by whoever uh, did that. Okay. Uh,
3: so I will now open the ballot or the the to see the winner.
1: Uh, yes. Russell. 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 Oh.
3: And the winner. For best supporting actress, Colin already knows. I don't. I, I pulled it away from my ear very quickly. Is Viola Davis fences? <gasps> big shocker! Big shocker! Woo. Now she won with, by with twenty four points. In second place, Naomi Harris with seventeen, and Rachel Weiss with eleven.
1: Wow, I, I'm surprised Rachel Weiss snuck into the top three. Actually, I am too.
3: Now I'm not like criticizing her performance But you know she shows She does the narration throughout the film But she um, She not shows up in the second much. half You know Right Cool
1: Very All interesting
3: right. So
0: congratulations mm-hmm.
1: Did anyone I mean are, are we going to disclose uh, Personally this, that's kind of what I was Like I thought Viola Davis was the best in this category I don't I'm, I can't speak for you guys But
3: Yeah I'm I, about it I think Yeah I think it does
1: at the current Border Patrol, do the job until the new agents are trained. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> I, the problem with these sound these sound clips is I, I don't know how they're going to start. The, the titles are something I want to hear, but they start off with crazy things. That's what you get with Woodward's <laughs> and a soundboard uh, hey, this is... directed by a maniac. <laughs>
1: Hey, this is we uh, were doing this over Skype. I didn't think it happen, man. Yeah, it's uh, a fair game. All over. Um, <laughs> what's the next ward category? I, I want to read the nominations, but you guys can rip rip up the envelope. What's the next category, Colin? Our
0: next category is for styling.
1: Styling, costume and so hair. so yeah, Colin. You put it all together, kind of costume, hair and makeup in one category, right? I do.
0: I don't want. 26 categories tonight
1: right we're a little more efficient here on the wards and Uh,
0: and truthfully you your costume is elevated by your hair and makeup your hair is elevated by your costume and makeup your makeup is elevated by your costume and hair
1: yeah i I, i i think it's a good thing to to put these all in one thing it's kind of like sound right like sound is yeah. Uh, you know, we were reading some of these uh, Oscar disclosure things on The Hollywood Reporter where these people that vote for the Oscars, they tell you everything about what they voted for. And a lot of people are like, I wish sound was just one category, not two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, yeah, hair and makeup and costume. Sure. That could go together. I
3: guess so. But there are different aspects to the sound recording and editing process. So
1: Sure. And and same with, I mean, obviously, costume and hair, hair and makeup. I mean, those are. Really, three different departments. but Agreed. um, From the viewing standpoint of the audiences, as Colin says, you do, it's like one thing. So Colin has put them together in one category, the styling category. The nominations for styling are The Handmaiden, Hidden Figures, Jackie, Nocturnal Animals, Silence, and The Witch.
0: And the winner for Best Styling
3: is... Drum roll, please. Jackie. Jackie!
1: Wow.
0: Jackie with 18.5 points. In second place, we got The Witch with 16.5. And Hidden Figures with
2: 12.5
0: mm-hmm
1: now hidden figures and Jackie I mean those are just like the same uh, time period right kind of
0: yes yeah yeah
1: that's that's kind of fascinating but one one was yeah. significantly better than the other I didn't see either of those films
2: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, you only did you offenses, did Colin fences I can't
3: <laughs> hidden figures that's all I've seen
0: hidden fences
1: hidden fences.
0: Yes. I,
3: I, I, di- I, I s- didn't, I s- didn't s- see
1: hidden figures cause they were hidden. Uh, uh-huh. uh, where's
3: my cricket sound effect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Colin, you, you agree with this, 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 this war. Do you think, do you think Jackie was, uh, kind of far and away the, the best in the styling category?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a lot what that movie, um, relies on i mean in addition to portman's incredible performance but just the total immersion into jackie's world and her wardrobe and her hair and um you know everything about that is really meticulous which is what i enjoyed about
3: jackie did i vote for it i don't know i don't believe i voted for this one because i'd only seen two or three or maybe i did i don't know i can't Hmm. recall I abstained from a few categories just based on integrity. Yeah. Right? So And yeah.
1: not what your country can do for you. <laughs> Ask what you can do for your country. Well spoken, John. I, I will say I haven't seen the movie, but clearly uh, a big part of Jackie Onassis's uh not, I don't know, character, but her her allure was the way she dressed and uh her style so clearly that was a big that should be a big part of the film and clearly the Ward's voters thought it was executed uh extremely well.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh she was kind of like our our princess. She was. Yeah, the the last mm. of them.
1: She was our our queen Amidala
3: Yeah, oh, god.
2: Ugh.
1: What's the next category, guys?
3: All right. The next category is for best musical score in a motion picture. Now, um, these are all pretty good nominations. I will read them right now. We have La La Land, of course. Jackie. Moonlight. Nocturnal Animals. Arrival. And The Handmaiden.
1: And the winner is... All, well, all any, great scores. Yeah. I any thoughts? Say. Any thoughts? Great scores. Just good music this year.
3: I will say that. I will say that this is making it difficult <laughs> opening these, and the winner is La La, La, La Land with unanimity, or however you what? say that word, <laughs> a unanimous vote. La La Land with twenty eight. Moonlight with 14, and Arrival with 13. I agree with all of those choices in the top three. But I think it's uh-huh. kind of obvious that La La Land being such a sweeping score and uh, it's a musical, for God's sakes. Do I have to mm-hmm. do I have to explain it any further?
0: Yeah. I mean, not my favorite movie of the year, but my definitely my f- favorite score. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, my favorite score. Um, also, I think the best score. Um, I also, you know, I I, th- I think being continuing my transparency, I, I voted for all three of those as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was close. To, I, I wanted to vote for Jackie because I've listened to that score and I love that score. Personally, um, I, since I haven't seen the film, I, I haven't. I think you ha- for me, I have to do both. I have to not only hear the music, but like see how it's used in the film for me to Really, true. You know, put a put a vote there for it. Understood. So I didn't, but but you know, Jackie also really impressed me.
0: I I totally agree, Kale. That's definitely one of the movies that you watch, and
3: how they use the score in that movie is really evocative. Mm. Yeah, we were listening to some of it while we were setting up here, and uh, it's a it's a very very uh, solemn and touching score. Very understated, maybe. Yeah. From that one from that book. one song mm-hmm. that I heard. <laughs> it's possible it changes throughout. <laughs> that's uh, that's what we bring to you here at the at the Woodward's uh, <laughs> awards. We bring you half-assed opinions about things we barely know about. Uh Well, that's that's what our president is bringing us. To. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's all about change and uh we must change with the times. <laughs> We're
1: we're no we're no elitist here. Okay, we don't listen to full scores and then give our opinions on them. We yeah. just you know kind just, of brush the surface.
3: Uh, Kale, we just tell it like yeah. it is. We should all yeah we do. We tell it like it is. I mean, people are saying, people are
0: saying
1: that this is the best award show of the season. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, people are saying that.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm not. That's not fake news. Colin, what's the uh, next category? Our next category
0: line? is. Production. Best production. Our nominees are...
1: Wait, best production... Wait. What? Production design? Production, production design. design. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I figured I that's would what like, it was. I would like a production category. <laughs> <laughs> right. What was the best produced movie of the year? <laughs> production <laughs> design. I guess that's best picture, isn't it?
0: It is, yeah. All
1: right.
0: Our nominees are... Jackie. Silence. The Handmaiden, The Witch, Arrival, and Kubo and the Two Strings. The winner for Best Production is...
1: Got an animation film in there.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Colin saw it recently. He says that if he had seen it sooner... Oh, no, really? Yeah, it would have been a different situation. Uh Uh-oh. So, Colin... Colin? What? what? Oh, never mind. Fucking soundboard isn't working.
0: There we go. <laughs> okay. Our winner for best production design is The Witch. Wow. wow okay. okay. Oh, Interesting. I, I get it. I get it. The Witch with 19.5 uh, points. Arrival has 17.5 point, points. Wow. And
1: Kubo has
3: 13 points.
1: Wait, what had 13 points? Kubo.
3: I can't remember what I voted for.
1: Very interesting. Um, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm a little shocked by that. Now, I think that that's warranted. I love the production design of The Witch. It's very impressive. Um,
3: it really ooh. felt like colonial uh, New England. Look and feel.
1: I'm just surprised that so many of the voters, uh, I guess, saw The Witch, but also, you know, I, I think Arrival. I don't know. It's just it's the A movie like Arrival stands out in its production design, where a movie like The Witch is a little more—it's uh, grounded, so you're not really conscious of it the whole time. Uh, but I'm I, uh, good for the voters. I think that's a good. That's a good choice for best production designer.
0: Well, I mean, the voters of the wards are to be respected. Um,
1: it's a cream of <laughs> I, I know, am I disrespect? Yes, I think you were. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you were just like, I appreciate that, but here's why those voters were wrong. <laughs> oh, I
1: didn't say that. I, I was saying that. Oh, I was saying that I would assume that a movie like about aliens would would etch out a movie about colonial America in terms of design, but I, I think that it's clearly warranted that okay. <clears throat> the witch would win that category. I'm just a little shocked. I'm a little shocked.
3: Mm. Oh, holy shit, Colin, Cale, the a witch what? just appeared in the living room. Uh, <laughs> uh, what what do you <laughs> witch? What do you have to say about your win?
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> no, Kill, oh, you uh, just disappeared. Kill, you have editing powers, don't you? <laughs> you just yeah. disappeared. All right, next category. I'll, I'll read these nominations. What are we doing next?
3: Screenplay, but which one? Is it just... Oh, it's just screenplay. I put them together. Okay, best screenplay.
1: Um, so, yes, there's no adapted. There's no original. It's just who wrote the best thing. Um, but uh, the the award uh, nominations for best screenplay are Twentieth Century Women, Arrival, Hell or High Water, The Lobster, Moonlight, and Nocturnal Animals.
3: And the award goes to. Colin, why couldn't you invest in the like <laughs> golden envelopes that are easily openable <laughs> next year? Okay. I blew I it I, on champagne. Right. I need a little wax stamp on them with a W too.
1: We need, we need we need Price Waterhouse Cooper to uh right. give us these. Right.
3: Ward Hobbit Davidoff. <laughs> uh the winner for best screenplay is Moonlight. Ooh.
1: Okay, it was pretty Ward- close too. Yeah, what was the margin?
3: So, Moonlight won with 20.5 points. The Lobster came in second with 16.5 points. And Arrival came in third with 15 points. So, it was pretty close on uh, second and third place. And just, you know, four to five points away from uh, taking first. Hmm. So, I agree with that. I thought Moonlight was a very good script. And I also agree... With the lobster and arrival however i haven't really talked about it much but i think the lobster as much as i enjoyed that film i think the the second half kind of hurt it for me you know the second half of the film
1: yeah i can see that from, from a script standpoint or just in general
3: um well i mean it has to do with it but yeah uh in general, it's it really slows down in that second half. But there are still some good things said and some good messages in it. But that first half is great.
1: I agree. Uh, I also agree Moonlight was my favorite script of the year. And uh, I'm a little surprised Hell or High Water didn't crack the top three. Yeah,
0: that, I, I think that's a case of not a lot of people have seen that yet. It's
3: got southerners in it.
1: I don't know. <laughs> redneck heat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what, what that's what Deadspin it? called it. That's <laughs> really funny. That's pretty good. Um, I don't condone the 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 word redneck. I'm just saying what Deadspin said. Um, I uh, yeah, I think again we talked about it when it came out. I think Hell or High Water, at least on viewership, obviously it's not hurting it in in award season, but um, it's so weird that they they released that in the summer. Yeah. Just doesn't see that should have been a an Oscar season release in my mind. Maybe they didn't think they had a uh, an award winner on their hands, they or award did. winner.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's what they should be thinking about. They should. Next category. The yeah. Next category, category is best editing. Our best nominees are editing. Arrival, Moonlight, Patriots Day, Hell or High Water, 13th, and La La Land.
3: Hmm. Got a documentary in there. Which, you know, like documentaries that. That are cool. all editing, really.
1: Right. Yeah. Which makes sense yes. that it would be nominated. Yes. That's, that's cool. I wonder, do you think that would ever happen in the Academy Awards?
3: fuck no um eh, it it may have happened in the past i'm trying to think of one that or at least a a thing like that i don't know we'll have to uh, have to look it up
0: Mm. our winner for best editing is
1: arrival Ooh. oh great is that is that his first win arrival i believe so Yes. I was I was I was worried that Arrival would get uh, all these nominations and not one win.
3: That's what I fear at the um, the Oscars. <laughs> I think Arrival has a well Ooh. I forget, never mind. But I, you I, just I, recently
1: watched it, Mitch, right? Yeah, I did. I watched it again. Uh
3: I I think it has a chance to win Best Original Screenplay and Sound. Um or not original, adapted screenplay, but then I f- remember that Moonlight is not made mm-hmm. for Best Adapted Screenplay, so that's probably gonna take it, but you never know. You never know.
0: Our um, point differential. Yeah, rival has twenty four point five points. Lala La Land has eighteen point five, and Moonlight has fourteen point five.
2: Hmm.
0: Mm. Hmm. All different movies winning so far.
1: Yeah, it's pretty uh, across the board. Can I? I'm gonna be a little. I'm gonna go to my transparency hat again. Um, I did not vote for Arrival in this category.
3: I don't um, think I did either. I think I voted for um, Moonlight and Hell or High Water.
1: But I, I'm saying I didn't. In I didn't even put it in my three. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's. Impressive. I. I <clears throat> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you think one of the reasons that Arrival worked was the suspense it built through the editing.
1: Um, yeah, I think, you know, there's two ways to look at editing, which is like in-scene editing and then scene-to-scene editing, which I think I think scene-to-scene editing, uh, clearly, like the whole structure of the film works really well in Arrival, but I think I was so impressed uh, with the film like La La Land in terms of the in-scene editing uh, in a lot of cases, especially you know, the big scenes in that movie that, that that kind of jumped it for me. And then same with the other two that I voted for. Um, it well, depends how you look at it, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. We can you know, is look it, is it, is it the suspense six... of the editing and arrival that gets you or is it the story structure? Both. Right. I think. I mean, I, it is both. I, I think I but... do
3: take both into account.
0: Yeah. We should note that this is six strong competitors here i had to be happy oh, with any of yeah. them winning.
1: i would i would as well
0: that's what the award gives you
3: right
1: suspense
3: suspense <laughs> speaking of suspense well yes. i don't know what this has anything to do with it but our next award
1: is uh, I, was, I was worried you're gonna give a drop
3: i <laughs> was thinking about it but i couldn't find <laughs> one um here actually let me let me think of one real quick oh great all right uh um. Well, anyway, our our next category <laughs> is, is cinematography. Cinematography. So, So, our nominees are La La Land, Arrival, uh, The Handmaiden, which I haven't seen, Moonlight, Silence, and Nocturnal Animals. Any thoughts, gentlemen? Um,
1: All all, uh, beautifully shot films, from what I know. I I didn't see Handmaiden or Silence or Nocturnal Animals. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I've seen them all.
3: Yeah, I haven't seen (laughs) Handmaiden. Yep, same ones. Same ones. Okay, so the winner is this is a big one. I can is feel
1: the it. The word goes to...
3: Is it a big one? This
0: might determine how the rest of the night goes. Oh.
3: <laughs> Holy moly. I don't think they want me to read this, because when I opened it, the card went flying across the room. <laughs> and the winner for cinematography is La La Land, which I wow. do agree with. I think it was a very well-shot film just based on that opening scene alone, I believe. Uh, what that cameraman had to do <laughs> to, to, to execute that shot is very impressive. Um, so it won. Wow, it's it's actually a very, very close, mm-hmm. uh, um, close race. La La Land won with 19.5 points. Moonlight came in second with 17.5 points. And Arrival... Uh-oh. Arrival came in third with 15.5 points so just two apart from each so uh, very very close and I agree with all all three of those those are all very good worthy worthy winner or worthy contenders
1: yeah Colin what do you what do you think about I'm curious to to know what you thought about this winner
3: I mean as
0: I've always said Arrival not I mean La La Land not my favorite movie of the year but I respect it for the things it does really well, and cinematography is definitely one of those. I think I put it second um, for my cinematography.
1: Um, I did too. Uh, I love the opening scene. I love the uh, the lovely night scene where they're they're dancing on the sunset. Um, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and Almost the the,
1: griff- the observatory scene. Uh, just all around, from design to cinematography, uh, really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of good, a lot of good camera stuff going on in that film.
3: Good camera, good lighting.
1: Great lighting. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially with you know. Oh, uh, come come on. What the fuck? <laughs> no, you have. I mean, you have stuff working there with the cinematography and the lighting in that movie where it tells a story i mean you that that scene uh where he's playing the piano and she's watching him and all the lights out go off in the in the place and oh, it yeah. tracks in on Ryan Gosling and the spotlight goes on him like a stage like that shit's awesome good stuff la la land yeah <laughs> I'm down with it. congrats congrats on your first award la la land no it's second hey, no it's was second it, it won for oh best yeah score. second music Score, mm-hmm. I mean.
2: There you go.
1: Score.
0: Moving on. Score. Our next on. category is Best Supporting Actor.
3: Alrighty. Best Supporting Actor. Here we go.
0: Our nominees are Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water, Mahershala Ali for Moonlight.
3: I think we'll finally know the actual pronunciation of that name uh, <laughs> at the Oscars. <laughs> at the Oscars, when he wins, it's Mahershala. Is it Mahershala?
0: Yes. I Mahershala. Listen, no, I listened. I listened to Fresh Air, and that's how or they said it. Marshala.
3: I see it. I don't know. I mean, whatever.
0: Mahershala Ali for Moonlight. Jake Gyllenhaal, Nocturnal Animals. John Goodman, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Trevante Rhodes for Moonlight.
3: Is he the boy or the teen? He is black. Oh.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Both in color and character. Name. Okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I Do that. All right. Cool. I know, I know who you're talking about now. If okay. you see Moonlight,
1: that's the name of the character. And for people who
0: don't, who haven't... Fuck. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I don't use Twitter. <laughs> and then Alden Ehrenreich for Hail Caesar.
1: And, the um, Lord. oh, wait. Go? First, I want to just say, um, John Goodman. The, I like that nomination, Colin. I like that nomination. Well, he was, I mean,
0: I don't like being right all the time, but.
1: He was no, really good in that movie. He was fucking terrifying. Yeah. He was very. Will he win? Will he win? Probably not. Let's see. The
3: winner for best supporting actor is. I do think it's interesting that you nominated Alden Ehrenreich as well.
1: That's a great performance.
3: Very, very small performance too.
1: Got him! Got him a Han Solo job. Yeah, it did. Got him a Han job. A what? Han (laughs) job. (laughs) There it is.
0: (laughs) Uh, Winner, supporting actor. Mahershala Ali Moonlight. Surprise. Is it?
1: No. No, it's not. He he should win it tomorrow too. I hope. Ooh, I hope. He better. But Jeff Bridges was really good. I wanna, you know. But I think as uh as I think it was on his trailers that pointed out He's done. It you before. know, Jeff he's Jeff Bridges has done that character a few times, hasn't he? Yeah,
3: absolutely. The voice and stuff he's done, but
1: well, the character is
3: yeah. different, yeah. The character is different, obviously, but but the voice and stuff is very similar.
0: Let's see how this broke. On. Yeah, <laughs> what did Born I just it? say? Let's see how this echo in my ear is r- really killing me. <laughs> 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 uh, Mahershala got <clears throat> 26 points. Oh, Trevante Rhodes in second place with 13.5 points. Really, yeah, hmm. and Jeff Bridges with 11 points.
3: Okay, uh, from what I understand, you know they the Hollywood Reporter posts those uh, like brutally honest ballots. For, there was a consistent theme that like everyone thinks Marshallah Ali should win it. I think, uh, but the second place was Jeff Bridges. It seems like mm-hmm. it's a pretty, a pretty weak category this year, and be, like the top or,
1: two or or just two really good performances.
3: Yeah, two great performances, and the rest kind of like meh. I mean, good, I think De- not, I think Dev Patel. Good.
0: Has an a, a outside chance to win the Oscar too?
3: I do not believe that, and
1: I would be shocked. Disagree? Would you not? But that would be uh, interesting. I
0: mean, if you look on uh, Gold Derby, which is what I uh, rep- what I look on to do my nominations, uh, he did Patel's number two. Really? Yep.
3: I did not like his performance in that. I thought it. I don't know. Hey, hey. I mean, Mahershala. You
0: well, Herschel should win this tomorrow. The only thing that would set him back is he's in the first half hour of that movie and doesn't come back.
3: Yeah, but you the thing is, after that moment, you want him back. I kn- I know that. Yeah. Do I trust the Oscar voters to know that? I think no. They, I think they really like him. That's. I think it's kind of a given. I would be very shocked if he didn't win. I would. I would throw a chair out the fucking window.
1: Yeah, I'd be outraged a little no. bit.
3: She's outrageous. All right. What's the next? What's the next one? Kill will do the honors of reading.
1: Sure. It is best use
3: of song or music. Ooh, this is an interesting category. Oh, one you of my
1: know, I'm, I'm glad I got. I'm, I'm glad I got this one, Colin. Oh, you can uh, add
0: in the one that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, I, I sense
3: <clears throat> animosity over the, air, over the airwaves.
1: No, well, I no. Do love, I, I, do, I do like this category because it's an interesting one. It's not the score. It's not necessarily um, the soundtrack. It's just the use of song and music, the way a movie uh, kind of incorporates it all. Um, Colin, here are your nominees for the award for best use of song. 20th Century Women, Jackie, la la land lemonade which is kind of cool uh and moana you're forgetting one i am forgetting one
0: did you not get the email that i sent out directly after
1: oh my god because
0: why would this category have five and every other category
1: have six Oh my God. So brought, what is the one I'm missing, so, Colin? So it
3: probably sounds like Kale didn't vote for his favorite film of the year.
0: <laughs> no, I think he wrote it in anyway.
3: <laughs> Did he write it in anyway? <laughs> no, is I sent out the email. Like, I, Street,
1: I wrote it with exclamation marks and caps. Yeah,
3: it I, is.
0: I sent out that email like maybe a half hour, an hour, I think, after I sent out the things and said, oops, I left the last one off because it's the last one alphabetically. And that
1: sinks. Got straight. it. Well, let's find out what won, and if my maybe not voting for it affected the uh, the winner.
3: And the award goes to a shocker, lemonade. Yes. <laughs> it's a music video. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, why it should fucking win. Ah, <laughs> uh, I did not vote for this one. Uh, well, I, v- I voted of, in the category, but I a didn't lot vote of for lemonade did. because I don't consider it a feature film.
0: I guess you could say the same thing about OJ.
1: Um, I did. I voted for it, not for my number one, but it's in, it was in my thing.
3: Okay, so lemonade won with twenty four point five points. La La Land, second, with 19.5. Moana, third, with 12.5. So, not even close.
1: (laughs) My my thing is with Lemonade is it's not the use of music, though. It's the use of visuals (laughs) that's impressive about Lemonade. Exactly. Does does that make sense? (laughs) Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Well, it's the marriage
0: of visuals and audio. Maybe that's it's why it lost
3: the Grammys. They're like, this is just too visual for <laughs> for audio ro- for an audio yeah, award.
1: <laughs> someone, someone at the Grammys is like Mitch, and they're like, this is not an album. This is a feature <laughs> film. <Yeah. laughs> well, at least it won an award.
3: <laughs> Damn straight! You attend. should. We should make up some trophies and send them to the winners.
1: <laughs> Beyoncé got a award. Yeah, just comes Sorry through. about your Grammy, but
0: <laughs> Well, here's here's why I did the wards. I did the wards to correct the Oscars. Never would I thought that I would be correcting the Grammys as well.
1: <laughs> well,
3: you're a forward I mean, thinker. I mean, yeah, you are. <laughs>
1: All right, what is the next category?
3: Next category is Scene of the Year. Ooh, Scene of the Year. Is this the same as Moment of the Year or Scene? Of, is it just the same thing? You, I you I think you could do either or. Okay. Either or can factor that into your voting. Now, this is an interesting award, Colin.
0: I feel uh, like I, I changed that. I did. Okay. Okay,
3: uh, this, is, this is an interesting award because uh, I think it is – It's something that we remember movies most by Mm -hmm. is our moments, in a sense. I mean, we also remember them by characters, but but like when people talk about movies, a lot of times they go like, "Oh my god, that time when you know that so and so did this, or when that happened, that was crazy." When we find out Bruce Willis is a ghost (spoilers), crazy. Yeah. So I get it. I I totally get it. It's a great category.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a great category to have.
1: Right. I actually had a, I had a very tough time picking my favorite. Mm-hmm.
0: Me too. Our nominees are... we best. The Ending Sequence in La La Land. Black and Kevin at the Diner in Moonlight. The First Contact from Arrival. The Airport Battle from Captain America Civil War. Signing the Book... In the witch and drive it like you stole it for sing street
3: so you know when you wrote that down uh, did you add that at the end there well i changed i this is an old list that i'm looking at and i changed okay. i was curious because i don't remember what that it were, t- were so simple as you have written here it, being, well that, being on the thing
0: that's what i switched out for sing street and uh, after i saw sing street I right. was like that's a better scene than well, that. well.
3: We must all remember <laughs> this is a dictatorship. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colin decides. <laughs> and am I wrong, people? <laughs> no, I did like that scene. But uh, see, when I voted for this, I was trying to think because you wrote signing the book for the witch, and I was like, what? What exactly? So I, I was, I guessed correctly the ending when she yes resigns yes. to Saint. Spoilers. Which, who doesn't want to? I mean, no. sorry, spoilers. <laughs> our you winner could, you can edit that out okay if you want <laughs> <laughs> this is a long beep and yeah
0: our winner for scene of the year first contact from arrival Hmm.
3: what yeah i'm a little shocked by that i did i think i did put it in my as my second place after la la land cuz you know the the scene in la la land it kind of it it makes that film perfect for me um so, but I also did just see Arrival again and got chills and was like scared again during that first contact scene. I can hear that.
1: Um, I don't <laughs> I'm, know I'm if that, I, 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 that wasn't in my top three, and I don't think it would have been my fourth. Wow. Um, and
0: shall we hear the breakdown?
1: Yes. Yeah, look, what's the breakdown? I'm, yeah.
0: Arrival has 19 points the witch has 15 points and moonlight has 14.5
3: points
2: hmm
3: i do like that scene in moonlight which is weird because i've read i'm reading a lot that like people who talk about moonlight are like they say the the thing they hate the most about it which if they hate it at all is that the the third act which i'm just like no
1: no <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't understand that yeah, at all. Yeah, That
3: was the the best one of the besides <clears> the throat> beginning. Throat> um the that act was amazing.
1: So I well first of all I wrote The Witch is my favorite um, scene. Really? or the best, the best whatever way I'm looking at that. But I also I'm looking at the ballad I sent you, Colin, and I wrote singing the book. So maybe I uh, <laughs> maybe I, I wanna drive it like you stole it and uh, sign yeah. the book to be one scene. <laughs> Oh, I watch that. <laughs> oh, I would.
3: Drive it like you joined Satan. <laughs>
0: yes! <laughs>
1: drive, it, drive it like you sign it. Sign, so sign it like you stole it. Yeah. There you go.
0: <laughs> there it is.
3: You'll walk out of here with a new car. It'll feel like you stole it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's the <laughs> sign and drive event <laughs> at <laughs> Black
3: Phillips. <laughs> black phillip <laughs> yeah i had black phillips used auto <laughs> uh, i
0: i was very actually surprised that lala Land didn't crack the top three i thought it would definitely do that yeah that. i, I, think I wonder
1: I, and I don't maybe i don't speak for the rest of the voters if it was another day of sun i might have made it my favorite scene see i was going or the between, between the, the two and yeah. it almost but proposed. it's tough
3: hmm I can see why you put the ending. I mean, everybody talks That's about, more about the ending. The movie. Yeah, everybody yeah. talks about the ending. Is whereas like the beginning of the film is kind of like a setup of like, like a theme. You know, it's the theme. Like this is why these people are here.
0: Yeah, here's well, here's what you won't see for the rest of the movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, now,
1: but it also does the thing about Another Day of Sun is it does kind of tell the story. You've got a woman singing about wanting to be an actress, and you've mm-hmm. got a guy singing about. Uh, dreaming about the past and the music in L.A. Yeah. So you actually—it's really interesting. They're not Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, but they are the same characters.
3: Mm. Yeah. Uh, and how I—I I also put this together. And how there's a part in the song as well as like, uh, it's about like influencing that another wide-eyed uh, person who will then want to do it again, uh, right? And take after, right. and then that kind of happens at the end when she. Does the same thing walking through the uh, coffee shop, and then the, the like, the person behind the counter is in the role of where Emma Stone used to be, so it's right. like, you know, it repeats yeah. itself kind of. Hmm. I could keep talking about that movie if you guys want. <laughs> I mean th- that
0: that is my favorite scene in La La Land. Um, yeah, but I just felt like mo- more people talked about the ending, so that's why I put the end in there. Yeah, but again, right. Very surprised that uh, it didn't crack the top three. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
3: I'm, I, I'm not I am mad. Too. I am too. Uh, I'm mad. <laughs> uh, come at me, Ward's of voters. I want a list, Colin. <laughs> Leak the list. Votes.
1: We do need one ultimate scene where it's Black Phillip and Kevin in the driver's seat of the signing of the book
0: meeting. Uh, <laughs> meeting the heptapods.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they
0: yeah.
3: like hey, okay. heptapods. And they go brruh, brruh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the noise they make. <laughs> All right. So, that was best scene arrival. I I do agree. It's a great scene. It's a very it, it's very tense. The music builds up. It's scary, uh disorienting with like the camera flips and the gravity and what changes. And um Scissor lift. A scissor lift that is somehow able to go up like 60 feet.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a 60-foot scissor lift.
3: <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, our next award <laughs> is for acting ensemble. Best acting ensemble in a film for 2016.
0: I love that I do this award too.
3: It's, it's a good one, yeah. Well, the SAG does it. I mean, they're not going to give it to but The Oscars don't do Ooh. Best picture is pretty much that. No. <laughs> the Oscars? Yeah, I mean, it, it awards the best picture, right? I don't know. Uh, I I still think that the be- that the Oscars should add two awards, and that's uh, best stunts,
0: yes, and stunts.
3: and best voiceover uh, acting. I like and that, it, and it can be combined. It doesn't have to be actor and actress. It can just be best voiceover acting, right? Am I right? Am I, wrong? That.
1: I just want them to award uh, a voice actor for Best Actor.
3: Right. And I thought Scarlett Johansson had a pretty fucking good shot a few years ago mm. for her. But hey, whatever. All right. So, Best Acting Ensemble. The nominees are 20th Century Women, Moonlight, Hell or High Water, Manchester by the Sea, which I believe is its first nomination in the awards. It is. Fences, and Hidden Figures. Any thoughts? All great. Yes.
1: I mean, these are like the only big ensemble, right? I feel like a lot of the movies this year, maybe I'm not, I feel they, they weren't really like a, a huge cast like some of these films, right?
0: I mean, I could have gone in a few directions here. I mean, I could have put something like Captain America in here.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I could have put one of those I mean, big budget action movies that has a bunch of actors in it.
3: You could have. I could have. I didn't. I wouldn't have agreed. So I'm <laughs> glad you didn't. Uh, all right. So the winner for best acting ensemble in 2016 is Moonlight starring Marshala Ali, Janelle Monae and other people. I don't know the names too <laughs> at the top of my head. Naomi Harris. Oh yeah. Naomi Harris. And, uh, Yes, Trevante Rhodes. Trevante Rhodes. Correct. So let's see the breakdown. We have Moonlight with twenty-three points. That's in first, obviously. Hidden Figures with sixteen, and second, and fences, wow. and fences with twelve. Hmm. If, uh, I, I just don't agree with that Hidden Figures position. Well.
1: Dude, you hate Zach that did. movie, don't you? I
3: really don't like that movie. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just
1: I haven't seen it yet. Um we were talking about I it put... before
3: while we were setting up and it's just right. the execution of what could be a great story is just so cheap and corny and bad that I I it really affected me.
0: Well, to the I don't there's a lot of problems I have with Hidden Figures. One of the problems I don't have with it is all the acting, so that's why it's in there.
3: But see, I um, I do have a problem with the acting because I think they're all great actors, mm-hmm. but the direction on how these people are supposed to act is is a problem, and I think that affects the ensemble as well.
0: Yeah, well, that's why it's nominated for not nominated for best director. <laughs> good.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go <ahead>. Good. Good. <laughs> I, yeah, um, I, I, I
1: voted. I voted for Moonlight, and I voted for Fences, but in sandwich in between that for me was Hell or High Water. I think yeah. that's. in I mean, the cast in that movie, was stellar. All around. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, very good. Um, that that's a very good directed film for in terms of, directing the actors. Even for and acted. Like, Yeah, and acted like I didn't. I just didn't think Chris Pine. Was capable of a a serious and believable role like that. So yeah. Before you saw it. Before I saw it. Before I saw it, okay. yes. Toots. Toots. <laughs> Toots. I can't remember what I voted for though.
0: I'm pretty sure I did um mid- Moonlight. I think so. Anyway. Best actor. We're going into the big four here.
1: Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh
3: boy! Here we go. We're down the stretch. Oh (laughs) boy! Oh boy! Oh Oh,
1: boy! Guacamole!
3: (laughs) Best actor. That should be George Takei's new new uh, catchphrase. (laughs) Guacamole. That is
0: that he says that at Howard Stern. That's why I said it. Best actor. Our nominees. Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea, Denzel Washington for Fences, Andrew Garfield for Silence, Dev Patel for Lion, Adam Driver, Patterson, and Colin Farrell, The Lobster.
3: Hmm. I didn't see uh, Patterson.
0: Neither do hmm. I, but I like Adam Driver, so I nominated him. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> I am impressed. Okay. I am impressed by uh, Adam Driver. I'm very excited to see where he takes Kylo Ren. So,
1: That's so you know, what, Callan, you saw uh, Silence, right? I did. And he wasn't worthy in that movie.
0: Well, he's not a big part
3: in Silence.
1: Okay. No, Spoilers. Um, if I was
0: going to put him, I would put him in the supporting. But and, and Andrew
3: Garfield's the main character. Yeah, right? definitely. Because aside from uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah, who I'm sure they meet up with later if I understand the plot of that film
1: uh, Yeah, I mean uh, I liked
0: Andrew Garfield better in silence than I did Hatsaw Ridge So,
1: right I noticed that too which I haven't seen either of those movies but you are suggesting that he is uh, better in silence
0: uh, It I, I am it's I think it's a more demanding role physically mentally the journey that that character goes through is way more interesting than Andrew Garfield's in Hacksaw <laughs>
3: where his character is the same the whole time
0: Hmm. I mean, he starts going... He's the
3: same even after, like, all the explosions and he, well, bul- I don't. bullets ripping people <laughs> apart? Yeah, I mean, he goes into the war, like, not
0: wanting to... Fight. Fight, and he doesn't, and he ends the war with not having done that, and... It's all good. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I believe it. I... I... I, I, I like Taxaw Ridge a lot more than I thought I did. There's some w- w- wicked problems with that movie, though. Yeah, <laughs> mostly it's um, Japs are bad, Americans are good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very hard line in the sand about that. <laughs>
3: I'm yeah. yeah.
1: I've been reading a lot about that actually lately. I didn't I didn't get that when the movie first came out, but now everyone's seeming to talk about that, like the way the movie draws that line and stuff.
3: You think yeah, and you'd think it would be m- a more like understanding route of of like i mean i haven't seen it of course because I've, I've mentioned it before it seems too bloody and it's gonna fuck me up uh and and now that you're saying like it treats japanese people ba- badly uh, it's i'm not gonna walk away with it as like wow war is hell for all sides i'm gonna walk away with it being like what the fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> you know these japanese people and soldiers are in the same position. You know, fighting for something. Well, I mean, we were. You know, I don't want to get into that. That. That whole argument that like we were fighting for something more more noble, uh, but they didn't have a choice to fight as well, um, and they were pre- easily influenced by propaganda. Mm-hmm. So uh, you gotta you gotta feel for both sides in war. Um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, especially the common soldier. I don't think there
0: was a Japanese actual character in that movie. I Just
3: think meat, I, meat bags. Yep. Yep. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I saw a clip um, from from it where the, the soldier gets up and screams, and <laughs> then they get, like, ripped apart by, like, bullets, and I was like, yeah. fuck, like, I don't, yeah, that, I don't want to watch this. This well, seems horrible. My like,
0: other problem with that movie is, like, it's about a guy who disagrees with violence so much in war that he doesn't want to participate in the violence, and the movie is so gratuitously violent.
3: I think maybe in a, in the hands of a different director, and not that I'm, like, criticizing Mel Gibson's directing because I think he's a good director. He understands mm-hmm. the fundamentals of it. But, like, I think in the hands of somebody different, maybe even someone who's been to war, like Oliver Stone, it would be a little, a little different treating of that, that subject matter. So... But you you own the Blu-ray, I do, and I'm considering it. But I am also still on the fence. On the fences. On the hidden fences. <laughs> on the hidden fences. <laughs> All right. So what's our what's what our we're talking Sorry, an actor it's the best right actor? <laughs> 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 Sorry, you know it's, this happens. It
0: Slowly <laughs> turned into a Axel Ridge episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this more. is this is our
3: this is what happens. You know, you 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 get nothing less than. Candid conversations about movies we haven't seen. (laughs) (laughs) Best actor, the ward
0: goes to. Not so close to the mic. (laughs) Denzel Washington, fences.
3: Did I hear it? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a fan. He, he's, I think I put him in my top three, but I just didn't, I don't know. I, I've mentioned it enough on this program about how I feel about that style of acting. So. Good. What's that? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't like the over the top. No. <laughs> oh, the guitars. I don't hear guitars. i I the
0: only one who hears that?
3: I don't hear anything through here. You must hear it outside of the, uh. <laughs> no I, I feel
1: like oh <laughs> someone's calling <laughs> him someone's... It's, it's, it's an elaborate like colin's like oh do you hear that oh it's mitch's tears <laughs> <laughs> yeah does anyone else hear that
3: it's <laughs> your music start playing or something yes all right i'm like is that the Twin Peaks theme? Like, what is going on? Yeah, Colin's. Colin. In case you guys didn't know how we're doing this, Colin is hooked up to the same Skype call, but his microphone's mute. So anything that comes through his earbuds, we cannot hear. <laughs> it's like I know I've been drinking, but I haven't been drinking that much. All right, all right. What was the breakdown?
0: Breakdown. It's a big. It's a big gap. Uh, Denzel Washington with twenty four point five points. Casey Affleck with 13 points. Jesus. And Colin Farrell with 10.5 points.
1: Hmm. I um I'm just gonna say that I really uh, I really liked Colin Farrell's performance in the lobster. It was a good performance. Um, just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, did you put him first? <clears throat> I'm not gonna say my top three of these in uh, yeah, I'm not gonna Disclose this one but i That's put him easy. in there <laughs>
3: <laughs> he is nominated for best supporting actor
1: right i th- no oh
3: yeah you're right oh no, he's not, I'm thinking of the like right? golden globes yeah
1: i think do you guys think that people hate colin farrell for some reason like Why? i think he really did a good job in that movie and i don't think anyone wants to talk about it for some reason, I don't know what it is. Maybe because he did the phone booth movie and was in Daredevil. I don't know. Like,
3: well, Ben Affleck was in Daredevil too. So. Well,
1: and Ben and Ben Affleck, people hated Ben Affleck ben for a Affleck while was until, in until, he, until <laughs> he direct he started directing movies, and now everyone's like he, you know. Oh, there's a
3: there's a brain up there.
1: There's not in Colin Farrell.
3: No, I wasn't saying that. I'm just I think that's. Oh,
1: you're saying that's what people were saying. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I never uh, knew that. The guy who wrote uh, *Good Will Hunt. Hunting* might know how to make a movie, <laughs>
3: right? I uh, I think Colin Farrell. No, I don't think people hate Colin Farrell. I think I think they they just have reservations with that film as like, um, it's just weird. You know how people are when the the word weird comes in. It's like when they're it's, challenged, it's weird. I don't like it. It's weird.
1: But like uh, Denzel Washington, that's his first ward, right? It is. Oh, my God. He's going to add that to his accolades. Yes, he should.
3: You, you have uh, all the past winners in a document. <laughs> I should. We, should. we should save those. Third time do. winner.
0: Yeah, I, I probably do.
3: Meryl yeah. Streep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think she's won yet. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I don't think she's so been what? nominated.
3: Yeah, I don't think she's been in anything worthy of it since three years ago.
1: <laughs> she's nominated for a fucking Oscar, but she's not been in anything worthy enough to be nominated for a award. <laughs> uh,
0: I did like her, Florence yes. Foster Jen- Jenkins.
3: All right,
1: all right. Like next, her. next category.
0: Kill, you're gonna read it. Okay, it is Best Actress.
1: Best actress in a motion picture um for the wards. Uh, the nominees are Amy Adams in Arrival, Annette Benning in Twentieth Century Women, Rebecca Hall for Christine, Isabel Huppert for Huppert, Huppert. Huppert for L Ruth Nega for Loving. And Natalie Portman for Jackie, and so the award no, goes to right.
3: Well, <laughs> hold on. Let's talk. First. Uh, so, Let's discuss. Uh, yeah. So, so I, just uh, what our listeners want. Yeah. So, I, I, um, I've been reading a lot that there's a possibility Isabelle Huppert could win the Oscar tomorrow. Oh, did I not fucking say that weeks ago? You are correct, but I haven't seen Elle. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I don't think she is. I mean, there, there's kind of there's that that ridiculous pushback on uh, on Lala La Land, and it's affecting Emma Stone's uh, chances as well.
1: What about Natalie Portman?
3: I think I think she's in the top three in discussion as well. Anyway, the award goes to. What can it be? It's a shocker. Annette Benning, 20th Century what? Women. What? Yes! <laughs> I haven't seen that film, so... In fact, the top three winners, or the top three in this category... The top three in this category are all films I have not seen. Well... Yeah. So, we have Annette Benning with 18.5 points. Natalie Portman with 15.5 points. Ruth Naga... With 14 points And yeah that's it <laughs> I, know, I should have said and <laughs> And Ruth Naga with 14 points
1: <laughs> um, Wow that's that's crazy Net betting, huh
3: Yeah
0: I no, love that
3: <laughs> I think actually this was a category I chose Not to or I only Voted for one because I've only seen One of these films
1: And that's Arrival mm. I have not seen Jackie uh, I, I only saw Loving and Arrival
3: yeah, I haven't seen Jackie, I haven't seen Twentieth Century Women, Loving, Al or Christine. So I have some movies to yeah. watch.
1: Yeah, we do. I, I do watch
3: ha- Yeah, I do have to watch Loving. I, I I'm very interested in watching that. Um because Mike Nichols directed it. Yeah. And he did uh, right. Mud and Mike Nichols? No. I think it's right. Mike Nichols. No. Is some Jeff n- Nichols. Jeff Nichols? It's okay. a
1: Nichols. I know that. The other Nichols.
3: Mike Nichols is the other guy. Okay. Well, Nichols. He directed uh, Midnight Special, which came out last year. He directed Mud. He directed uh, another one that's on the tip of my tongue that I can't think of all of a sudden. <laughs> Damn it. Take shelter.
1: Take shelter. Take Shelter,
3: right. Yes, 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 yes. Right. <clears throat> okay. So interesting. I
1: mean,
0: I think everyone knows my love for Annette Bening. Yep. I didn't even put her
3: um, at number one, and she still won.
1: Wow. wow. She still won.
3: Yeah. gotta. So you have a lot of friends who saw this movie then. Or just really fucking love Annette Bening. <laughs> well, then I call shenanigans <laughs> if they haven't seen it. Wow.
0: Mitch, you're going to do best director because oh, okay. I want to do best picture too.
3: Because you want the (coughs) best picture? I do. Okay. So now time for our 14th award of the evening, I think. Yes. Uh, Best director. And the nominees are Park Chan-Wook, The Handmaiden. Damien Chazelle, La La Land. Barry Jenkins, Moonlight. Denis Villeneuve, Arrival. Robert Egg... Edgers, The Witch, and Martin Scorsese Silence. I haven't seen The Handmaid yet.
1: I'm glad. <laughs> right? No, Jesus, I'm glad uh, Robert Edgers got nomination for Witch. Yeah, it's for this. his
3: first film too.
1: Pretty crazy. It's
3: pretty crazy. Yeah, he didn't get a. Well, wasn't but, there like an award in one of these that's like best breakout? for the Independent Spirit Awards. Did he win tonight? that? Uh, I don't know. It's tonight.
2: Oh.
3: Yeah. He should win that. I would think so. I can't think of anybody <clears> else. But,
1: I mean, But does he, he have enough cachet happy. with the witch to overcome uh, giants like Martin Scorsese and Damien Chazelle and yeah. Denis Villeneuve for award?
3: I'm going to tell you <laughs> right now. And the answer is no, because the winner of Best Director is... <laughs> is Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. Nice. nice. Right. A very well-directed film. Um,
1: I would say... <clears throat> if that Osc- happens tomorrow night, I'm going to shit my pants with joy. Yeah, that'd be cool.
3: I think Damien Giselle deserves it. but but I He do does deserve it. I he do does deserve, do
1: deserve, deserve it. Jenkins. But if Barry Jenkins wins, I'll be a little more right. into it,
3: I think. I think all of them in that cat. It's a strong category this year yeah. uh, for the Oscars. I would say, and so, the War. Yeah, in the wards, of course. Uh, And so the top three are Barry Jenkins with 21.5 points. Sorry, I had to double-check Audacity to make sure we were still recording. We are. Uh, (laughs) Barry Jenkins with 21.5 points. Damien Chazelle in second with 14.5 points. And Denis Villeneuve in third with 13.5. So it was close between second and third place, but it was a very large gap to that first ranking. Yeah. I believe those that was my top 3 too. Um those those three but I had them in different order. Mine too.
1: Right? This is this is kind of an abstract uh commentary on this award but uh for me what separates Barry Jenkins from Damien Chazelle is not their ability to direct a movie but uh, Moonlight feels so much more personal. Um For me, like it feels like Barry Jenkins is way closer to that film in a way. Uh, Whereas, you know, La La Land feels a little more of a a wide shot kind of thing. So I feel I I just feel like, again, this is an abstract, very subjective, not a great way to, to explain why I think a movie is better directed. But I feel like Barry Jenkins has more of him in that movie. Uh and that's why I put him as number one. Mm, okay. In my mind.
3: I would also argue though that Damien Chassel put a lot of him in, in La La Land. Because um, 'cause
1: they're very y- y- No I, yeah, I, I don't you're right. No, I, clearly. Yeah.
3: Different different obviously different types of movies. Um yeah. But yeah, good 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 win. I agree. Agreed. Gail, do you want to do
0: the honors and uh Sarah nominations for uh, best picture.
1: Oh my God! Is this the last award? This is it. Holy shit! Uh, we wow. we came all this way, and now we we, we reviewed uh, we reviewed a bunch of movies last year, and this is gonna be it. This is the award for best picture uh, from 2016, the 2017
3: award.
1: Wow! Already best picture it's, nominees. It's,
3: it's been such a such a ride.
1: It has been such a ride. Leading up it was an up point. and down year. It was up and down year, actually, I think.
3: Yeah, I think we had a really shitty summer.
1: And uh, yeah. I
3: think we had a very, very good Oscar season. I think it was a good year for films and all. Um, so, I don't know. Your takes on uh, idea? Like, compared to last year, what do you think it was? Or the 2015?
1: I thought I thought last year's, especially with the war, it, it's everything seemed a little more clear cut. It seemed like Mad Max, Mad Max you know. was gonna run the table a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it came to the Best Picture category. I think this year, the wealth is a little more distributed, but there's not there's not one movie that was like, wow, that was clearly the best movie of the year.
0: Mm-hmm. Colin, I mean, it was a it was a really good year for movies for me. I. I was nervous um, going at the start of Oscar season. Nothing really excited me. And then um, I saw some of them, and I was really excited. Um, but it's it's crazy to think that, you know, we got some movies really early on in the year, like uh, The Lobster and The Witch um, that came out early in the year and are right. still being talked about. Um, so, yeah. hmm
2: mm.
1: So, the best picture nominees for the 2017 awards are 20th Century Women, Arrival, The Handmaiden, Jackie, Lemonade, The Lobster, Nocturnal Animals, Moonlight, Silence, and The Witch. Uh, no, La La Land, Colin. No. Boo. Nope. No, no, <laughs> La La. <Land. laughs>
0: I I I said this when we did our top. T- Mostly, my nominations for best picture are my top ten films of the year. So when we did the twenty right. uh, sixteen nomin most of these movies were in here. I think I just switched out Elle and Jackie. I think that that was the only switch I made. Um. But no. It's it's a really good movie. It still has its faults in my opinion and it was number 14 on my top 20. So it didn't make the cut for best picture. Didn't didn't, didn't make the cut. And um, that didn't stop me from nominating it in the things that I think it, you know, deserved to be nominated in, but as you can see with our voters, they didn't um pick it for a couple things.
1: Didn't pick it. No. Uh, um. Uh, should we? Uh, what's the? What was the winner? Do you have the? Uh, the envelope?
3: He does. He has it I in his hand. He's twirling it in his fingers. He's licking it now. Oh God! Oh. Oh, Alan, are you, are you, please, are you, please stop!
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it comes. The moment we've been waiting for.
0: In the 2017 award for best picture is Moonlight.
2: Woo! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been
3: uh, holding on to that for. Ooh, it was rough, guys. <laughs> I was so tempted to press that more times than. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I agree. Moonlight.
1: I agree. That was my that's my favorite best. I mean, that's the best picture I saw this year. And
0: Yeah. Um let's see the point differential.
1: Yeah, what was the differential?
0: Uh 23.5 points for Moonlight. 16 points for Arrival. And 10.5 points
3: for The Witch. Okay. Interesting.
1: Very, I'm very interesting. I, I can't believe the witch got in there. To be honest with you, I think it deserves it. I just was. I'm very surprised.
3: People mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm.
1: Not the Academy. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: that happens with early releases and, and horror film in general. You will not see a horror film win a Best Picture or be recognized mm-hmm. unless it's like Silence of the Lambs*, which I wouldn't call a horror film. I call it a mystery. So,
1: thriller thriller yeah wow so in our first two years of the wards who now who won the who won the not woodward's year whiplash whiplash won for best picture so yeah. in the, the three years of the wards we got whiplash mad, mad max, max fury road and moonlight
0: great choices Correct? by me great choices great <laughs> in films <the> wards community
3: <laughs> in the awards community yes well it just keeps growing you know well, so I have the final tally of the most wins and whatnot, which you probably already have written down, uh, but I did it. Moonlight is our top film. It won Best Picture, and it won five awards this year. And, Whoa. and then there is a three-way tie for second with La La Land with two, Arrival with two, and Fences with two, and Bringing Up the Rear with single votes, Jackie, 20th Century Women, The Witch, and Lemonade. Did I miss any? No, that's no, weird. that's it. What,
1: Colin? Colin, do you know what had the most nominations?
3: <clears throat> Moonlight. Yep, eleven. Wow, it's almost like you were subliminally, subliminally telling us what to vote for. Was it in?
0: A, <laughs> was it inappropriately in any category that it shouldn't
3: have been in? No, I d- I do not think so. Thank you.
1: No, and you know that makes sense, right? If it's the best picture of the year, that it should be nominated for the most things. Yeah,
3: right. I yep. think we'll see that tomorrow too. I think so. Has that ever happened where a movie hasn't? Well, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking Grand Budapest last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last Two, right? year too. Two years ago. What was last year? Mad Max. No, but it didn't no. didn't Mad, Mad Max, Max get more
1: nominations than Spotlight?
3: Yes, it did. Yeah, but it yeah. swept all the. It, I mean, I'm saying like, has a film ever been nominated for pretty much everything and not one?
0: More there than, was more than two. There was one that was nominated for ten awards and didn't
1: win
3: any. American Hustle. Oh, that deserved it because I didn't think that was a very good movie. <laughs> so it didn't deserve ten nominations. Though. <laughs> yeah. Um. Didn't see it. Good. It's not worth it. Sorry, David O. Russell. I'm not. Actually, no, I'm not sorry, David O. because I hear you're a total dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> so, fuck you. Hey, he's a dick and he makes very subpar movies. And I know where you live because I had to... Uh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Jesus. I'm kidding. <laughs> I can't remember where you live, but I did have to stamp a Christmas card address to him <laughs> when I was working at a co- uh, one of the companies. I will
0: never forget Classic. what he said to Lily Tomlin.
3: What did he say to Lily Tomlin?
0: Mm-hmm. I'll, I can't say it on the air. <laughs> sure, you can. <laughs> but no, I'll also do the YouTube video. It's like him directing her on the set of. What's the one with a bunch of people in it? Um, I Hurt Huckabees. And they're like in an office scene. It's like a behind the scenes camera. And like just has her like. Has him yelling at her, calls her like a cunt and like a bitch. And it's it's <laughs> not pretty. It's not good. But yet he still makes movies and is apparently loved by everyone.
3: Right. Well, I'm... I thought that was going to be an article. but No, that
1: worked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But Moonlight. What's that? I said, but Moonlight. Yeah, but Moonlight. (laughs) Your 2017 award winner for Mm -hmm. Best Picture.
3: So what do you think it's going to take tomorrow?
1: Uh, Adapted Uh, screenplay? I think best screenplay and best supporting actor.
3: Yeah, I agree. You think it could take um, one of the technicals? Like,
2: Mm.
3: score or... It's not going to take score, forget it. Uh, (laughs) Editing?
1: No, No. I don't. What do you... Yes?
0: If anything... A surprise taker from it would be cinematography, but okay. I, don't, I don't even think that would. be I a think surprise. I can
3: agree with that. Yeah, it was well shot. Yeah, interestingly shot too. I recall it changes in each set uh, or each vignette. More chaotic in the first two, and then it calms down in the in the third. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, good show, guys. Good show.
1: I, uh... Now, um, Colin, just before we finish this up, for you, what was the biggest surprise? Annette Bening?
0: Uh Yes, definitely. And I love Annette Bening. And that shocked me when she turned out to have the most points. It's pretty shocking. I, I was
3: I very shocked. I didn't know 20 people have seen <clears throat> 20th century women. So. Well, <laughs> only maybe 10 people. <laughs> but um, the, what?
0: if I recall correctly, a lot of people... Almost everyone put her as number at least number two. Number two or number one.
3: Okay.
1: Who does it. number two work for? Where's that drop? Uh... <laughs> Hold on. Um, Colin, do you think any of this will be reflected in the Oscars tomorrow? I do. <laughs> I
0: think we Will get score definitely for La La Land. I think, I do think La La Land will take cinematography. Um, Viola will take it. Uh, Moonlight will win the screenplay. Denzel? That's a big up in the air. I would say it's like um, 60 40. Casey Affleck with 60, Denzel with 40. Um, but who knows?
3: Be interesting. I think I got the sound, guys.
2: Yeah, baby, yeah.
3: Oh wait, no, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Sorry,
1: <laughs> Sorry I it's confused. so like it's just so amateurish, it's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you guys before we wrap up here? Um, what you have any Oscar predictions? Not necessarily. Uh, who's gonna win? Because we've kind of gone through that. But what are you feeling tomorrow? What do you th- you think it's gonna be a good show tomorrow? You got Jimmy Kimmel hosting. Yeah, political see political uh, temperatures are, are rising, and and there's no question. There's gonna be some fervor to mm-hmm. the speeches. Uh, what what are you thinking tomorrow as we as we wrap uh, twenty sixteen behind us and look towards the Oscars tomorrow evening?
3: Um, I think there are going to be. more political speeches than not um (laughs) like i think that every uh acceptance speech is going to have something in it that will touch on current times and current uh issues in some way or another i mean it i i think marshall ali is going to do it i think uh viola davis is going to do it um I wouldn't be surprised if Denzel does it if he wins, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Casey Affleck does it as well if he wins. Um, it just wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me. And I, and I'm excited. No. I'm excited for Jimmy Kimmel because even though he's been, I think he's been really lacking in the late night department uh, compared to the others lately. But we'll see what he does with this. Colin,
1: Colin, how are, how are you feeling on the eve of the Oscars?
0: Um. I, I feel good that La La Land will not win as many awards as Titanic or um, <laughs> Lord of the Rings yeah, will. Yeah, I don't think it will either. Uh, so I feel good about that. But um, <laughs> I think uh, John Travolta will mispronounce Damien Chazelle's name. Um, Adele
1: Chazelle. <laughs> Dude, that was the funniest shit ever. That is my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite Oscar moment. It's
2: so
0: good the whole time. It's so gay. Hey,
3: he How has dyslexia. He has dyslexia.
2: I don't care. It's so
0: ridiculous. I'm sorry. But does anyone who <laughs> loves musicals like John Travolta like knows who Idina Menzel is? It happens. You're reading. Yeah. Off, you're reading
3: off a teleprompter. I mean, if you're dis, if you have dyslexic, bitch, d- you're so
1: you're so defensive. I am going to be defensive
3: because that's <laughs> you know you got fucking raked over the coals for that and it's just like well <laughs> oh, if you i mean and i know he's a scientologist so he doesn't believe in things like dyslexia and stuff but you know whether you believe it or not you you have it
1: so, <laughs> so <laughs> i'm uh, just saying that like i just it, the way he, he's just so confident about it when yeah. you, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> wasn't there something else that
3: year that was really like funny or that was was like,
1: that Seth Mac, was that Seth MacFarlane
3: year or no, was that the year afterwards? That was I think that was Ellen DeGeneres.
1: Oh yeah, it was. God. That was twenty fourteen. Oh, I think.
3: Her and Neil Patrick Harris—they were right in a row, weren't they? Right. I thought Ellen was fine. <laughs> it was
0: boring. It, yeah, that's Ellen. She's. Very it sane. wasn't
3: as boring as fucking Neil Patrick Harris though. That was easily the worst. Which is the same because he's so he was talented. so good in the Tonys and yeah. stuff.
1: My favorite, uh, Oscar joke ever is when Steve Martin was hosting and he said, I was really disappointed when I went and saw a crouching tiger, hidden dragon, cause there was no tigers or dragons cause they were all crouching and hidden.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I did like Seth MacFarlane when he hosted, I, I was very skeptical when they first, uh, announced him, but I ended up loving it. Um, and then people you know? were like outraged for no fucking reason whatsoever. Well didn't he yeah, do a like song cause... about like taking your top off? It was like we saw your boobs. No, we saw your
1: boobs. It was, and it, was time. A, it was a
3: joke on like you win an Oscar if we see your boobs, okay. basically. Got and it. and like some people didn't understand that like the inserts of like actors acting uncomfortable were literally inserts that were shot like days or weeks prior. 'Cause they're wearing completely different things and sitting around different people. <laughs> and like people didn't know that and they're like, everybody was really uncomfortable. They cut to people who were uh, who were really embarrassed and it just was inappropriate. It's like, you fucking dense motherfuckers. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I agree. Um, you know who should host uh you know who should host the Oscars? Billy Eigner. He should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that
3: would be really good.
1: <laughs> he he really I, I I don't know how we can push for that, but I think he should host the Oscars. Yeah, that's a good be idea,
3: because awesome. he, he's so funny with uh, celebrities and so energetic. Right.
1: Um, right, he's so energetic.
3: I'd like to see Colbert do it, too. Um, but am uh, trying to think of other people. I don't know. I don't want well, to see... It's...
1: Who don't you want to see? I don't want to see
3: uh, Jimmy Fallon. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. But you know who all they right. should bring back? RuPaul should host. Ooh, I'll throw that out there. It'd be fun. Uh, they who they should bring back is Anne Hathaway and James Franco. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I think energy and comedy, I think those two people.
1: <laughs> well, we will have all the uh, next week. Probably we will. Uh... We'll have it. all the Oscar. Oh, talk. actually,
3: no, we won't, because I'm going to Belize, guys. What? Yeah, I'll be in Belize what? for like ten days, uh, starting next Thursday. So, vacation.
0: Well, if Kale can um, Skype from LA, <laughs> the um,
3: internet will be a little tough for me. Uh, but feel free to have a episode without me. Hey, um, can we can we do a what have you seen lately? Like uh, recommendations.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. We can have with some recommendations yeah, Um, I've been
3: watching something that I think everyone should watch.
1: Yeah. would do Mitch. What do you want? What have you been watching?
3: Uh, I, on CNN they are doing something currently called the history of comedy and it's a, Oh yeah, it's an hour long yeah. documentary series. And if the first one started off with, um, like censorship and, and obscenity in comedy and how, uh, comedians like Lenny Bruce and George Carlin and other people pushed, uh, pushed the line so that now we can say like fucking piss and shit and cocksucker and cunt, uh, (laughs) through like on the, you know, in our comedy acts without being arrested. And you, you know, Lenny Bruce was arrested for saying uh, swear words back in the fifties and sixties. Uh, so that was, you know, it's crazy, but now we've gotten, we've gotten to the point where you can say it and it's not scary or harmful anymore. So it's not, you know, we can say it. And I think that was really cool. There's Then there was a second episode about women in comedy. Um, I watched
1: uh, a lot of that, actually. Yeah,
3: and that was a really good episode about like yeah. how transformative they've been and how funny they are and how sexist and such a guy's game comedy is. And the third one I watched was about situational and life, like pulling comedy from life um, and it's great. It goes over stand-up. It goes over sketch. It goes over TV and movies. And um, it has lots of clips and and interviews with, like, Lily Tomlin and uh, all sorts of people. It's a great series, and I'm loving it right now. So I recommend you record it and watch it uh, after you're done watching and recording Planet Earth 2.
2: Mm.
1: And after you're done listening to the Willy Wades film cast. Of course. Uh do you recommend anything? You've been video on demanding?
0: Um, on demand? Let's see. I am one episode into Big Little Lies Ooh, on HBO, Reese, Reese which is fabulously campy and over the top and
3: really just like... <laughs> I heard it's like a modern-day dynasty.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's...
3: Not that I ever watched.
0: That. I mean, I didn't want to say it's like a, like a gay man's like fantasy, but <laughs> it is. It's pretty perfect um, in its depiction of like cattiness and yeah. like motherhood. Set in uh, the OC
3: too. It, it, it's Orange County, right?
0: Is it Mer- is it Orange County or it's, it starts with the M?
3: Monterey, maybe. Monterey. I don't know I don't if Monterey know is. is in Orange County or if that's up closer to San Francisco. I don't know. I don't know, Kyle. You're there. Can you look out your window? and tell uh, Yeah,
1: us? I'm just gonna go outside and check. You guys hang here. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> but um, um, no, it, it's 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 wonderfully over the top.
1: Cool. I haven't been watching anything really. I did. I wanted. I did give uh, 24 Legacy a shot for about. Seven minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And someone who loved that show as a uh, middle schooler and high schooler, I was excited for the opportunity to reboot that franchise. And uh, from what I saw in the first episode, they completely missed the mark really quickly. Mm. And uh, other than that, I've been watching the OC and there's just nothing more entertaining than... Watching the OC and making fun of it, uh, Liz, and, Liz and I spent uh, many hours last week watching, and uh, boy, that show is dense. <laughs>
3: <laughs> isn't isn't the main character from Detroit or something?
1: No, I thought from, I thought
3: I remember him being like, oh, he's from
1: Detroit. He's from the he's yeah he's a little eight mile-ish, but he's not from Detroit. Okay, he's from a. I could have sworn there
3: was a line in like the promo ads for it when I was younger about
1: that. Oh no, yeah. There was the there someone goes go back to eight mile or something like that. Someone <laughs> like someone makes fun of him for looking like Eminem or something. That's, that's anyways, that's yeah, what anyway. I, I've been watching. You, you know what I, I will
3: con- Go ahead. What? I was Colin just disgustingly threw his mic across the room. Uh no uh i've also been watching the young pope have you guys watched that oh it's the first episode it's weird it is it's so weird and i kind of like it like really interestingly shot and acted and uh, you know it's uh, this first season i believe is already ended but i'm slowly watching it and um, like where in a show can you have the pope sitting on his throne or whatever in a room by himself listening to I'm sexy and I know it by LMFAO on a turntable. Just like blasting. Uh, It's so weird. It's so strange. And it's, it's interesting. I think it's worth a watch if you're Catholic and, uh, or if you are familiar with Catholicism.
1: But if you're Muslim, don't watch it. Yeah. Don't watch
3: it. Um, Yeah.
1: All right. Well, uh, another year, another awards, guys. Congratulations! We did mm-hmm. it. On the, on the on the winners, not to you guys. Well, you know. <laughs> we did it, guys. <laughs> we did it. Um, yeah, so we will do. We'll do something, Oscar-y, uh at some point to recap what happens tomorrow night. I'm very excited. unfortunately I'd love to be there with you guys, but I can't. Maybe I'll try to sneak some tickets and go oh. while I'm out here. You know, I'm so close. I'm, so close. I'm so close.
0: The worst thing, I think, to go to the Oscars. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to It'd watch it. You wouldn't be able to watch it. Well, I, I, yeah, th- as think much of as the I love tweets. Oscars, I, tweet. I mean, you would think I would want to. I only want to go if I'm nominated. And even then, I wouldn't want to.
3: You're in the theater for like for four, four hours. hours. Was it uh, um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone when they went and they were nominated for a South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, they uh, dropped Acid? Yeah. And yep. there's a whole story about that and like... Like, the red carpet was great, and if you watch their interviews, you're like, oh, yeah, there's something up with how these guys are behaving, and then they're like, and then we had to sit in a fucking uncomfortable theater seat for four hours, like, oh, shit,
0: oh, shit, yeah. Like, I have swamp ass from just sitting here for, like, what, two hours? Can you imagine what it would be like? (laughs) In a tuxedo? Yeah, can you imagine what it would be like (laughs) in there?
1: Well, that's why I'm not wearing pants. (sighs) Offered, um, Colin
3: didn't want to
1: it, so. <laughs> so we will We will be back next week Thank you for listening to the Woodward's Filmcast If you have any questions, concerns, death threats uh, Opinions on your nominations uh, Opinions on the Oscars uh, Or what have you been watching uh, Email us at Filmcast at gmail.com Or hit us up on Twitter at woodwardsdt. Um, from LA For Colin and Mitch I'm Kale We'll see you next time
3: All right, cool. See you guys. Have a good... Bye. Weekend. Weekend. (laughs)
0: Yeah, whatever.